This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. Over the years, I've developed certain indulgences. When I can afford it, I love to hit up this one sushi joint near my place in Calabasas called Sushi Agura. If you ever get a chance to drop in, you have to try the El Nino, the La Nina, or the stupid roll number two. Just mentioning these creations has this Pavlovian effect on my mouth that makes me crazy. Another indulgence is to sneak away and play 18 holes all by myself out at Malibu Country Club. I pride myself on not having an addictive personality because if I had, between just these two indulgences, I'd have ended up in the poorhouse years ago. The irony, for a lack of better term, is that as a filmmaker, I've ended up in the poorhouse anyway. But a long time ago, when I did have some money and drove right by the poorhouse saying, Lord, I hope I never live there, I was on my way to play golf at Malibu. Well, I checked in and I got onto the tee and the starter chirped out through the bullhorn loudspeaker system saying, uh, uh, two more to join you on the tee. So as I stood there and waited, these two guys drive up to the tee and get out of their cart. They've both got long, dark hair, but one of them is sporting a trendy goatee with tons of tattoos all over his body. And I'm thinking, who is this guy? And after we played a few holes and we started to bond, because that's what guys do, we bond on the golf course. As a matter of fact, I used to play golf once a week with a friend of mine, and his wife was jealous of our relationship because he and I spent more time talking together than she and he did. Anyway... It was at that time in the round when you say, so what do you guys do? And that's when you get to hear the what I do speech. By and large, it's been discovered that men discuss what they do while women discuss who they are. A man will typically say, I'm in business development or I'm in real estate or I'm in investment banking or I'm a filmmaker or a producer or an actor. While women will lead off with a more emotionally grounded statement about themselves like, I'm Sarah. I have three beautiful children. My husband and I have a wonderful home in Pacific Palisades and we have two chocolate labs named Subpoena and Justice. Oh, and I'm also an attorney. But there's also another kind of introduction reserved for people in the industry, which is always a bit sticky. See, when you're famous, you never know how to respond to someone who says, so what do you do? Because if you're famous, the person shouldn't have to ask, right? Well, I remember this one night at a bar in Tahiti, someone asked me if I was famous. And I thought to myself, how famous could I possibly be if you've got to ask me if I'm famous? I should have given him my autograph on a napkin, told him to Google me so they could decide whether or not to keep the napkin, sell it on eBay, or clean their computer screen with it. So anyway, the one guy with the long hair and no tattoos says, I'm a songwriter. Really? I said. Who do you write for? Humbly but emphatically, he replied, Janet Jackson. Wow, I said, all the while thinking to myself, this is the kind of guy who could buy the poor house, tear it down, and put up some condos. So then I turned to the tattooed goatee guy and said, and you? And right there on the tee box, he stared back at me, kind of like, don't you know who I am? But I kept staring back with this blank look like I was staring at some unknown animal at the zoo. And finally, almost exhausted, he said, I'm a backstreet boy. This was one of those moments where I felt empathy for my parents when they used to say to me, so what's a deaf leopard? And I'd say, oh, you're so old. But there I was standing in the tea box thinking, oh, am I this old? Actually, I had heard of the Backstreet Boys, but I couldn't have told you the name of one of their songs. And I certainly wasn't going to go home and brag about playing with AJ from the Backstreet Boys. But his attitude about the self-perceived breadth of his own fame made me laugh and think of something that Kevin Bacon once said. He said, any idiot can get laid when they're famous. That's easy. It's getting laid when you're not famous that takes some talent. 
Well, I find it equally as comical how fame is often measured by how much action one gets. The one thing about every famous person I've ever worked with or ever met, sadly enough, is that eventually 99% of them are candidates for future versions of the show, Where Are They Now? Which kind of reminds me of a joke. This math professor is looking over a sea of a hundred students in his class, all taking their final exams. Pencils are scratching away as the time ticks on. And at one point, the professor says, pencils down. And everybody stops writing. Everyone except this one football student. One by one, the students come up to the desk and they place their exams on a pile. But the professor behind the desk is watching the football student make some final adjustments to his exam. And as he gets to the table, the professor says, I'm sorry but it's too late to turn in your paper. Football player says, what? The professor says, you kept writing after I said pencils down, and now it's too late for you to turn in your exam. The football player says, do you know who I am? The professor glibly says, no, I don't. The football player quickly buries his exam in the middle of the stack of papers and says, good. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.